Hey, what's going on, everybody, and welcome back to Off the Bar with Rob and Joey. I'm Joey. And I'm Rob. And we're going to take a look back at how wrong we were at predicting these NHL standings this year, because it's not good for the most part. Well, to be fair, we weren't wrong about everything. I think we're going to no. highlight a little bit of that, too. I think that it's just important to note where we were wrong a little bit about where we were right and where it looks like we're wrong, but I'm still think that I'm right. <laughs> yeah. So just kind of going to highlight some teams and trying to review these standings for our upcoming, you know, Christmas is in a couple weeks. So it's like, it's like mid season. Yeah. It ain't, it ain't the beginning no more. Yeah. We're definitely in it now to where this isn't the start. This is, you know, teams that are having good seasons, you know, this could be like the building blocks for what teams get into the playoffs. Although last year, not that long before this time last year, the Flyers were on a ten-game losing streak and we made the playoffs. <laughs> That's probably just, not going to happen this year. But just saying, <laughs> yeah. hey, it happens. Sneak in the, the whole, forced Flyers reference, Joey. <laughs> hey, the whole teams that don't have the, that aren't in the playoffs by Thanksgiving is kind of bullshit. I think. Yeah, I don't buy it. Yeah. I'd give it more credence at Christmas time, but I also don't completely. I get it. It's harder to turn it around, but not to mention this this year, it's like not even fair to like really beat ourselves up for being wrong. It's so close. It's so close from like top yeah. to bottom. There's like very little bad teams, and this has been exactly we predicted that too. To be fair, no matter how wrong we were, we said this was going to be a tight year for hockey because of these teams. Yeah. And I think it is, so. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really tight. Um, there's not really, you know, besides, like, Chicago and, what, LA, New Jersey. New Jersey. <laughs> uh, I mean, no, I don't know. There, I don't know if anybody, in, because of how shit the Metro is, I don't know if anybody's out, out right now. But Chicago's out in the Central. Oh, Like, one, yeah. the Central, I mean, right now, doesn't own either of the wild card spots. That, I think, will change eventually, but right now they don't. To where, I don't think New Jersey's out. I don't think anybody in the Metro's out. Nah, not, like... Not yet, but, like, but Chicago's done. It don't look good. Yeah, it don't look <laughs> but great. But we'll get to that. <laughs> but, alright, so we're going to start with the Pacific, and... Because, well, the I don't know. I don't know how your other standings look, but your most right two were probably the two Western conferences. So do you want to yeah. tell yeah, me no, yours? I'll read off what the actual standings are, and then you can tell me what yours were. Yeah. Let's, uh, so Pacific first. Pacific first. Um, so right now, first place in the Pacific is the Calgary Flames. Second is Anaheim. Third is San Jose. Fourth in the first wild card is Vegas. Fifth in the second wild card is Edmonton. Sixth is Vancouver. Seventh, no, did I skip one? One, two, three, four, five. <laughs> Sixth is Vancouver. Seventh is Arizona. And eighth is, well, LA. Yeah, right, so it fucks me up because the Central is the short one, not Pacific, so. Yeah, <laughs> it's cool. Um,. This one I'm pretty wrong about, but not by a lot. And I think that this one's tricky. It's also really close. And it's just like the Metro. Like, all the teams are pretty much cruddy. <laughs> not all of them, but yeah, 
The only one that I think I had right in the perfect position um, was Calgary. Was Calgary. Yeah. So my list, I have Calgary, Vegas, the Kings, San Jose, pre-Eric Carlson trade, mind you, (laughs) Anaheim, Edmonton, Arizona, and Vancouver. Yeah. So to start out with, let's start on a bright note. How about them Flames? (laughs) Yo, I love the Flames. That Goudreau, Monaghan, and Lindholm line, that's like, that's a line. Like, that's like legit, like, Johnny Hockey and Monaghan are a duo, and then, like, adding Lindholm to that line is just like a cherry on top. Like, I, yo, I loved that, and I thought Lindholm would be a good fit, and I had no idea they'd put him on the first line with those guys, but you're right. They have been crushing it especially for my fantasy team man i can't believe i nailed both of them and the, yeah. how good they're doing it's it's so awesome yeah i was lucky enough to pick up Lindholm. so <laughs> but yeah i mean we don't even have to talk about it that much i don't remember who you had if you had calgary in first or yeah i mean you definitely I had, had calgary in, playoffs, in third right? okay yeah so that's not too far off um i so knew I, that they were going to be better than they were last year I thought that they should have made the playoffs last year. They just kind of, the bottom kind of fell out at the end. Um, And I think they should be fine this year, but they got to stop playing Mike Smith. Like, oh my God, it's it's not good. Like, let Riddich be the starter. The the kid's stats, he's not really a kid, he's like 26, but um, the guy's stats are like a lot better than Mike Smith's. Like, last night, the Flyers played against Calgary, and we lost, but... Mike Smith allowed, like, three or four goals. I went to bed because I'm <laughs> protesting. So, But Mike Smith allowed, like, three goals in, like, I think he had ten, ten shots on goal, and he allowed three goals Um, to where Riddich right now is sitting 16 games played, 9-3-1, and 9-21 save percentage, a 231 goals against in a shutout. Like, why is he not the number one? He's obviously playing the best. Yeah, and I don't know. That was going to be my one my one thing, too, is, like, imagine that team with a goaltender. But you're right. That dude's, like, showing up, and they have been playing good hockey. And I, and the reason why we're talking about it, it's not just to brag about how I'm right. It's that I think I'm going to stay right. Like, I don't see anyone in that division catching them. Like, maybe for a little while, but, like, I think they're the best team in that division right now. Yeah, right now. I think it's probably them, San Jose, and then everybody else, kind of. Yeah. Because, I mean, Anaheim's whole team is John Gibson. Yeah. Like, I don't think that they stay in... I don't think they could stay in second. Although that Andre... Or Kashe, is it Kashe? I know it looks like Case, but it's Kashe. (laughs) That kid, that's a player. Yeah, I like that kid a lot. And him getting the reps on, like, the first line... I think is really good playing next to Getzlaff. Um Is Raquel still injured? Yeah. Yeah, see, that's what It's sucks. not supposed think, to be for long. Yeah. But he also used to be a trigger man. He's not doing bad. He's got the assist. He's, like, contributing. But he used to be a trigger man, and they're, the they're like, kind of lack on goals. They've been scoring recently. Um, I, like, really wanted to talk about the Ducks, too. And I hate to be that guy. This is one of those teams where I'm not going to de- admit defeat either. I know they're in second. I had them in fifth. And I think they're going to fall back. I think they're still pretending. They're still holding on to that like good start at the beginning. 
and getting those loser points. But, I mean, and they, they do it, especially if they keep getting injured, too. It's like one right after another. Yeah. Um, but they they do look promising. You're right. That Kashe kid is dope. Um, and I just I don't I don't foresee them keeping keeping that. I think you're right. I think it's them and San Jose are kind of going to lead the way. Definitely lead the charge. Yes. Anaheim's one of those teams where I would be optimistic into next year because they probably keep Comtois around. Uh, maybe Max Jones and Sam Steele, you know, earn some time. I feel like they have a defensive prospect that I can't remember right now, but might. Another be- thing is they're down one of their best defensemen, too. Oh, yeah. Fowler's out. Yeah. Yeah. That's, he's one of their boys. So. And they just got Lindholm back not that long ago. Like yeah. a week or two ago. So I don't know how long they were out. I know they were out at some point at the same time, but I don't think it was that long. It was only a couple of days. But yeah, they face a lot of a lot of injuries. I mean, I don't know how much better Corey Perry makes this team, if any. But yeah. to them, at least that's a big deal. Yeah. And um, I mean Kessler not being the same guy, although he looked good when he came back. Although for like a week. Yeah, it hasn't been exactly what they needed. Um, yeah, I would be optimistic for Anaheim next year, for sure. I think they bring some kids in, um, like guys like Kashe and, you know, Raquel already is kind of proven himself, so he doesn't really need to prove a whole lot more. He just needs to come back and be consistent. Yeah, um, I just think Anaheim's one of those things that when we look at the end of the year, if they're still in second, I'll admit that I'm wrong. But I'm not going to admit I'm wrong until then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't think that you're wrong. I put them in fifth as well. So, yeah, I think they're falling down. Um, even if they're fourth, I mean the Central, even though it's opposite right now, is going to take both wild cards. I think. Yeah, I think eventually, like. Dallas has been playing better lately. Minnesota, I think. I think that it's definitely possible for those hands to switch and they control both wild cards, so. Yeah. Um, Speaking of wild cards, the first wild card team right now is is Vegas. And they haven't been bad. Just you can tell that the magic that was on that team last year is it's not on. It's not there like it was. Like the I am proud hasn't of them been... coming back, though, a little bit. Oh, it absolutely. A lot worse, like... Yeah, it could have completely fallen out. And, I mean, they haven't been... Well, Malcolm Subban de- definitely hasn't played like he did last year. He, I don't think he has a win this season in, like, Ooh. four or five starts. Um, and Flurry, he's just been okay. You know, he has the wins. He has, like, 18 wins, but, like, his stats are not appealing very much yeah. i don't have them right in front of me but i know. think they're young d yeah it's starting to show right. and i don't think that their offense is clicking definitely not clicking for sure the way it was last year but that's where i think some of the magic is gone but that's what i'm really hopeful because like some of the things where it was just like i don't understand how this isn't working um it started to work so they're climbing out of the bottom so I don't think yeah. that maybe I was a little off base and hopeful to think that they would be in second in this division. I mean, I picked but, them as first, so. 
<laughs> but they also so, they another thing we haven't talked about is they lost uh, Paul Stastny. He's only played three games this year. Yeah, so that was kind of a big deal. Um, Max Pacioretty didn't get off to a hot start. He's coming around now. That's what I mean. Though he's coming around now quickly. Like he yeah. actually looks like he's going to end the season with a a pretty good season. And for a while, it was like real bad. It was like yeah, it was real bad. They had two goals in like twenty games or something like that. Now he's got like almost got like twenty points. So he's got ten goals. So it, he he like shot back up that ladder quickly. So that's like a really good sign for them. But they could still yeah. make the playoffs. Absolutely, I think that they're. Not in a bad spot for the second-year team. Um, I think, you know, if they could solidify that goaltending a little bit, um, it looks like William Carlson's starting to come around. Um, I don't know. He won't score 40 again this year, but, you know, he still has a chance to get to 30. Um, he has a good chance to put up a good good season. Um, and I don't, I'm trying to remember. I was looking at, like, the, the points right now. And I'm trying to remember who was first. I Oh, uh, you're talking about in... In Vegas? It, Carlson and Marsh, so both have, are tied at 24 points. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I like Marsh, so, you know. Yeah. That's a, that's a guy right there. So, yeah. I Even just think Smith's that... Smith's been showing up better recently. They're like, they're like yeah. scoring again. So, it's like good news. Yeah, I think they just lost some touch. Um, I think that they have what they need. I don't know... I know Stastny was out long-term when he got hurt. I don't know if that's long from now or if he's done or what. Um, I don't remember, like, the extent. I know it's, like, a knee, so it could be months or he could be back, like, in a week. I have no idea. I haven't heard really anything about him lately. But if they get him back at some point, I that definitely helps him if he can come back and be good. Um, Alex Tuck, oh, my God, that... He's showing up for sure. Yeah. Um, Earning that money. <laughs> yeah. So I'm really glad. I like Tuck a lot. I'm really glad that that contract isn't looking like a joke. So yeah. So I mean, overall, I think that we we weren't we weren't that wrong about Vegas, but we were also were a little too optimistic, maybe. Yeah, I was very optimistic about Vegas. <laughs> I just didn't see it. I mean, like we said, this was before. Eric Carlson trade for San Jose before Lindholm and Hannafin trade for Calgary. So it kind of looked like Vegas had every reason to stay at the top. Yeah. When we made these predictions, so. Fair enough. Yeah. And then the one where you probably, this one I hate. I hate this because I've been predicting this to you and to other people for years now, and I just figured... I made this list just thinking like, oh, you'll be wrong, Rob, because you're always wrong. So give them their due. And I finally give the Kings their due, and they're in the bottom of the league. Yeah. I I didn't do much better. I didn't necessarily put him in the playoffs. I put him in fourth. I mean, Jonathan Quick just hasn't been good this year. I'm not going to blame it all on him because the Kings in general have not been this good. Oh, yeah, Um, no, they just couldn't. They can't score, really. It's. Yeah. The Kovalchuk um, experiment oh, isn't man. even working out in the short that's, term for them. Yeah, that's really bad. Like That's why I the put them in the playoffs on point. pretty much. I was like, you know, if this just works out for one year for them. I yeah. even said, like, this will be – they'll be worse next year. But it's like it it came early, so. Yeah, there's the scoring is just not there. Like, 
I was looking at the stats. Obviously, like, John Gibson's numbers are not great. But I was looking at, like, Jack Campbell and, like, is it Cal Peterson? Do you mean like quick? The... You just said No. Gibson. Didn't I say Jack Campbell? No, before that, you said John Gibson's numbers aren't good. I'm like, yeah, they are. Maybe. I meant quick. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, Jonathan Quick's numbers are not that great. Um, but I was looking at Jack Campbell's numbers, and he doesn't have bad numbers. I'm pretty sure, like, he was, like, at, like, a 923 save percentage. And, you know, so they were probably losing, like, three three to two games, like, regularly. Yeah. I haven't been paying attention a whole lot to the Kings. The last time I remember really hearing anything about him was, well, that Kovalchuk got hurt, but before that they had him on, like, the fourth line. I was like, well, that's just not going to work. Yeah. Like, you either need to, like, let him be on the top two lines or not play him because it just doesn't work for him anywhere else. Yeah, no, it definitely doesn't. And he'll find a way to bounce next year. I promise. I mean, he can just retire again. Yeah. <laughs> He's not afraid of it. so That's imminent. Yeah, I mean, at this point, he doesn't have to worry about, like, oh, I might come back one day because he's done after this. Yeah. So. But that's the thing. I wonder if he's, like, kicking himself because there's no way that dude likes playing on the fourth line. Yeah. There's maybe. no way. That, yeah. It's just not going to. I mean, he's getting paid, so he probably doesn't really care. He's not getting paid that much. He's probably getting paid, definitely being paid more than what he's worth. But this well, is yeah. a dude who left for the homeland. Yeah, and but there's a guy who we get paid over ten million dollars. Like, you know, what I mean, it's that guy. Yeah, but at the same time, I mean, he's—I'm sure he's made a lot of money. He will probably, at least in Russia, I don't know about like globally, will probably be a face of hockey for ambassador for hockey for a while. Like I said, in Russia, I don't know how like the rest of the world. I mean, we know how the NHL probably feels about him. Dude, I but. don't know the guy personally. And you know how I hate him and why. But it'd be one thing if he came back, like, humble. You know what I mean? But it doesn't even seem like he did that. He had, like, this list where he's oh, like, there was, that was I want to play possible. for New York, or I want to play for the Kings, and I want to, like, make a lot of money, and I want to, like, fuck bitches. And, like, now he's hurt, and he's on the fourth line for the worst team in the league. There's no way that that dude's a happy camper. He's so not happy. Yeah. He's probably, and that's the thing. I don't even think that dude's going to be like, oh, trade me to a better team. He's just going to be like, oh, never mind. I don't think that you could trade him to a better team. Yeah. I don't well, think anybody is touching that dude. Yeah. Like, well, I honestly, I, I couldn't it. see it. I called it. And you I called should've... it? Yeah, and you should have stuck to your guns about it. I should have stuck to my guns about it because I knew Kovalchuk was that bitch. Yeah. All right. Whatever. I didn't like it from the jump either so i just thought with my dumb luck that it would work one time and he would probably come back and put up like 60 or 70 points and people be like look kovalchuk still got it in the tank and then that after that it would flop and they'd have to eat that contract for two years yeah i had optimism because i like kopitar and i was like if him and kopitar can you know go well together I also said I didn't think Kopitar was going to score 92 points again. Yeah, no. All right, but I think we both were pretty wrong. I didn't think either of us knew that the Kings were going to be bottom feeders. Um, yeah, I didn't see that for but sure. But now I get it. I'm definitely admitting defeat on that one. I would, that, yeah, That's absolutely. who they are right now. <laughs> yeah. 
So the next one I got, I guess we're going to move over to the central. And this one was pretty good for me. For you too, right? It wasn't bad. I had a lot of like, everything is pretty close except for one team. <laughs> really fucked the whole thing up. And everybody else has kind of just flip-flopped. I mean, I had Chicago in last. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and they are in last. So right, here, so name them off. First is Nashville. Second is Winnipeg. Third is Colorado. Fourth is Dallas. Fifth is Minnesota. Sixth is St. Louis. And seventh is Chicago. All right. So I only got one possible option wrong because two teams are flipped. Yeah. So I had the Predators, Jets, we were real. We were real psyched on those blues. <laughs> we were real psyched yeah, on those blues. Yeah, we really slept hard on the Avalanche, and I don't really know why I did. At the I end. don't either. I liked like. I feel like Ratnam wasn't getting like a whole lot, even though he had a really good season last year. I liked Ratnam. I didn't like. I'm not going to claim I knew him when he got drafted, but when he had that season, I guess his rookie se- his true rookie season. He scored like 20 goals, and I was like, oh, shit, that could be like a guy right there. He's just not playing with McKinnon yet. And then I don't think that I drafted him in fantasy the year before or last year, but I had him at some point. I picked him up at some point, and he went off. And now this year, like, he's on, like, record-breaking pace since, like, the lockout for points. Yeah. That's sick. Like, he's on, like, a 130-point pace right now. That's sick. I don't know if he does that, but... No, but I sure hope he gets up there. Oh, I wrote for thing, him hardcore. This has nothing to do with the um, with this these predictions or anything, but the NHL is really making my take of that no one will score over 120 points again with this changing of, like, the goalie equipment. Because someone will probably score 120 points again, so. Not because of the goalie equipment, though. I, it'll have a part. I think it does. I think it makes a difference. That's so stupid. But yeah. But anyway. Oh yeah, but the list. I just have the Blues and the Avalanche in the wrong place. I have Blues, Dallas Wild, Avalanche, Blackhawks, and. I'm pretty much ready to admit defeat on both those. I said the Avalanche were going to be good and fun to watch and i thought that i just didn't know if they had enough oomph to do it again and yeah. everyone that was supposed to step forward step forward for them their goaltenders are looking better everything looks good for them i i don't know how i would have thought that they could have gotten a little better but been in sixth so i don't know what i was doing there yeah. um and the blues god help them i mean yeah just got before we go, them. hold on. Before we go to the Blues, the one thing I want to say about the Avalanche and why I guess I kind of slept on them was, well, one they didn't have Grubauer yet, or did they? Yes, no, they yeah they didn't have they didn't have Grubauer yet, and he's been good. His like save percentage and goals against average is not great, but he's also not getting the best starts or whatever. But he's like seven and two or whatever, so he's not bad. Yeah, um, they show up for him like they should for a backup. <laughs> yeah. And, like, Varlamov did not—he wasn't, like, appealing l- last year or whatever. No. But right now he's 10-7-3, 9-16 save percent, uh, 271 goals against average and a shutout. Like, he's pretty 
league average, which is like all you really need behind that team, or at least behind that first line. That's the one thing that I'll say about the Avalanche and a little bit about Calgary, even though I didn't throw it in there, is that they're a little top-heavy right now. Like, their first lines are really, like, doing all the work. Not all of it, but, you know, majority of the work, especially in uh, in Colorado. So yeah, they have some fair, un- and I guess that's why I may have put them at six, because you're right, I didn't see the depth. And although they're not the best defensive-oriented, like, they'll give up some goals, Colorado. I do think their D is taking a step forward. Like, I think that it shows... Like, the guys who are supposed to be doing all right are doing all right. That kid that they got in the Duchesne trade is, like, definitely they got what, oh, they, what they wanted. Yeah. Like, their their D has looked good, too. So, it's like, again, they're not perfect, but they have, yeah, like, a legitimate perfect. defense, which they hadn't before. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. one of the, like, Barry gets hurt and it's over for them usually. And it's right. like, that that's, didn't happen yet, so. Yeah, I mean, and it helps that, like, McKinnon, Brandon and Landeskog is just like a unit like <laughs> yes they... that's definitely like especially right now I know we kind of had the conversation and I still like the Bergeron Marchand and Pasternak line but this it's making that a conversation now yeah like dude. I know before we were pretty much like yeah it's the Bergeron Pasternak and Marchand line and then this one and then everybody else is behind but I mean they're making a good case for you know being one of the best lines in hockey so i just don't know not that any of them specifically are like one-dimensional players i just feel like that other line just has all the bases covered yeah like that i think we talked it's about still it. that more, line yeah, kills it's still penalties more they yeah. are on the power play you put them in when you're up by three goals you put them in when you're down by three goals and i'll give it if they keep playing like this and this isn't – I don't think it's an illusion. They're still going to be great. But, like, yeah. if this line consistently can play together and they continue to do this, then at the end of this – like, next season we're having a real conversation about it. Yeah. I'll give yeah. that that other top line. They've been together for a while now, and they got everything. But, like, this, this line is no joke, and if they continue being no joke, they don't go, like, cold for a significant amount of time or start, you know, blowing – blowing easy ones then i mean we have to that's definitely something that will anger us when nhl.com does the list and they're not on it or something (laughs) yeah they're a line they're they're good (laughs) yeah um i was watching an interesting video um i was watching a hockey guy earlier uh if you guys don't watch the hockey guy is a good dude on youtube great yeah, guy i don't know why you're listening to us if you don't already listen to the hockey guy so. yeah that dude i like that dude's videos a lot he was talking about like mckinnon or not mckinnon's rantanen's pace right now he said that if that guy just scores at one point per game for the rest of the year he'll still have over 100 points like that's insane like yeah. we're only like 30 games in and he's already at the point where if he just goes point per game the rest of the year he breaks 100 i know and i don't want to jinx it i almost don't want to talk about it but yeah i, I was really so... don't want to talk about it because i have ran in on my fantasy team so i really like him to keep being right, just shut up very i'm just good. saying I'm, I'm ready for those 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 leaders not to be the same people every year either so this dude can yeah score fucking 200 for all i care <laughs> yeah yeah so that's about it for 
the Colorado Avalanche. So next we got St. Louis. I can't just, believe it. It looked so good. I just yeah, it should be great. Like I don't see how it's not great. It just for didn't one click, man. And... Yeah, I mean Tarasenko's not having a great season. It's not terrible, but it's not the season that they need him to have. It's also not like, his fault though. Not necessarily. I mean, it's his fault he's having a bad season. It's not his fault the team's having a bad season. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm... Yeah, like, Tarasenko definitely... could be lighting it up, and I, I would give them not many more wins. <laughs> yeah. And him and O'Reilly were on, like, a really good run there for, like, a while. Like, they had a good streak. At least O'Reilly... Like, I know O'Reilly had, like, a 10-game point streak or a 9-game point streak where he was just lighting it up. That guy's got 29 points in 29 games. So... Obviously, I think he's on like a little bit of a slump right now, and he just made up for it ahead of time. But um, I don't, yeah, I don't know what the real issue is. Like, I want to talk shit about Braden Shen and say I told you so. But at the same time, I don't know that he's necessarily a problem. I don't, I didn't really look at his numbers, but yeah, I feel like he's, he's probably eighteen points. So it's not great. It's about normal. It's yeah. about what he probably would have put up. Like, I don't think he's played every game either. He's only played 25 games. Okay. Yeah, so you can't really blame Shen. Yeah, no, but... I don't blame him. I think Braden Shen's a good player. I just think that a lot of people were getting ahead of themselves about him when it's like, oh, he went to St. Louis and, you know, he put up 70 points last year. It's like, that's cool. If he was getting first-line minutes in Philly, he probably could have got 70 points. But he was like 50, maybe closer to 60 some years or whatever. And I think that's what he is. Like, also, the team last year didn't have Ryan O'Reilly. So he was able to get first-line reps with Tarasenko. And maybe it worked better because, obviously, Tarasenko was scoring more. But at the same time, like, Ryan O'Reilly is probably, like, a real number one center. And I don't think Braden Shen is. Yeah. Now, here's the heartbreaking thing. Because I think that everything is so mathematical now. And me and you do it, and everyone has to do it in order to try and make predictions and to dream about how to make teams better. And yeah. sometimes the teams on paper don't work. I know. I play GM mode. I make the playoffs every single year. I never win that fucking cup. <laughs> yeah. And I have the best team in the league every aspect of it every time that I play yeah, that and game. Yeah, win. When you have, like, your worst team to you, that's the year that you win the Cup. Exactly. And, <laughs> well, I still haven't won the Cup, so I need to make a worse team in order to do that. <laughs> I'm telling you, I stacked up a team in, in GM mode, like, the first three years, and then I finally decided, like, well, I'll just start trading people away, and then I won the Cup, right? Just like that. Yeah, it's so... But there is a thing, like, how they mesh. I think there might be something. Yeah. I think the coaching change was a good idea. Um, I think that the heartbreaking thing is, is that now they're listening to offers on all people. And it's like, how are you going to rebuild this team? Like, yeah, it looks that bad, but you just brought in O'Reilly. Like you have yeah, some really good defenders, young defenders. Like what? Like, you know what I mean? You have Tarasenko, like, how can you do it to this team? Like, See, that's what scares me is because I feel like he's the one that they're not happy with for some reason or another. And that scares me a lot because I feel like they're going to greatly regret that if they decide to trade him. 
it's really hard to like start a new rebuild. It's like you kind of just should have been finishing one and for whatever reason it's not working. I don't I don't really know what to like not that this hasn't happened before, but I feel like it's never happened on like this scale cuz they like loaded up. Like yeah. They gave up a lot that's working out in Buffalo right now other than Patrick Berglund, he's not really working out, but he wasn't really that, supposed to though, I feel. Right. Yeah, he but like Tage Thompson, I feel like not that he's making this team a playoff team or whatever, but maybe someone they might like to have back not that they don't want O'Reilly but yeah you know he's someone that's working in Buffalo right now and you know Buffalo without O'Reilly has gotten better and the thing that scares me about O'Reilly is that it didn't seem like he especially in the end was a very happy camper in Buffalo when they were doing bad so I kind of hope he's not like getting in his feelings already about like St. Louis you know, he expected to come here and, you know, get closer to winning, and now he's farther away. Yeah, well, he has to take that upon himself because he's got to be the leader on that team. And I mean, yeah. I'd be pissed. <laughs> well, sure. I mean, everybody wants to win. Yeah, and they did They did what they could, but that's the thing. Are they going to sell this team and really go into a rebuild? Or Do you honestly think what I think the right thing to do is? You sell off those guys you got in free agency pretty much, honestly. Yeah. You trade Perron for whatever he's worth. I don't want to say trade Maroon because I know he took a discount to be there, but like trade those lower I guys. Like, don't touch your core and just try again next year and get a better coach and somebody. And Ryan O'Reilly. Who's their captain? Petrangelo. Is he? All right. Yes. Yeah, I mean. It doesn't yeah, help that just... he's been hurt, too. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know he was hurt, but and man, it's so it's it's shitty, man. It really is because St. Louis. I spent. I mean, it's really just Tarasenko that I like and Petrangelo. I like those two a lot. Um, but I mean, I like guys on this team, and I just I feel like it should work. Like I don't see the reason and obviously i'm not looking i'm not like researching and looking for like underlying things of why it's not working but like like you said like on paper it just seems like it should work and it should be almost dominant like now you know o'reilly and tarasenko and then you get to put peron and shen on the second line and then you know you have whoever their third line center is and like a guy like maroon and whatever like all these guys you know it seems like they have like a pretty well balanced team um yeah and they something's wrong um i think they miss carter hutton a lot more than i thought they would yeah no um, they do i thought that and jake i thought I that they would miss confidence him. in jake allen yeah well i don't really anymore but don't really what i don't really oh did you say you lost all? i've confidence? lost all con- oh yeah, okay i thought no you said i still have this okay. I, I can't yeah i think i man it really He's sucks that i really wanted him I, he was one of those guys that I always thought would get it together, and I didn't really understand, you know. I don't know if it's because I know a couple years ago, like, he got those couple games off. Or was that last year? Was it last year that he got, like, those couple days off to, like, get his mental thing together? 
I don't even know, dude. They tried everything. They, like, had him work with Brodeur. They... <laughs> yeah, so I don't know if it's, like, still a mental thing of why, you know, he can't string it together or whatever. The talent's there. Like, you see it in flashes. You've seen it this year some. It's just... It's not consistent enough. It's, like, one game of greatness and then three games of poor play. Yeah. Yeah. You want to do this Atlantic? Yeah, let's do the Atlantic, and I'll read my predictions. And none of mine were really that good. My probably best one was probably the Central. Yeah, and the Atlantic right now, it's... Actually, the Atlantic, I was pretty, I'm pretty good on. Towards the end, it kind of starts to trail off. But for the most part, I'm pretty good. I mean, one team is kind of screwing the whole thing up for me. So, But I'm happy that they are. I'm really happy that this team is screwing it up for me. Yeah. Um, Tampa Bay is in first. Toronto's in second. Buffalo's in third. Boston is in fourth in the first wild card. Montreal is in fifth in the second wild card. Detroit is in sixth. Ottawa is in seventh. And Florida is in eighth. Oh, they're messing it up for me, too. Oh, Um, And I predicted Tampa, Toronto, Boston, Florida, Buffalo, Detroit, Montreal, and Ottawa. So I had Tampa and Toronto. the same thing, but just a couple of them are flipped. Yeah. Buffalo's a great surprise. I didn't think that they were going to be this good, but this was was pre-Jeff Skinner trade. I don't think so. Was it? No. Yeah, I think it actually happened. We did that episode on the day that it happened. Yeah, I think that is what happened. Yeah. So or I just listened we did to it. the Metro and it had happened already. Yeah, so it must that must have been the one that that happened on. So, still, no one knew that he was going to score goals. I, I knew that he could. We didn't know that he would score goals like he is right now. He has like 22 goals on the season already. Um, him and Eichel really look good together. That looks like the making of a duo. Although I hear that he wants like $9 million in free agency. And I'm like, nah, I don't know about that. But anyway, um, Carter Hutton's proven me wrong. I didn't expect him to be as good as he has been for for Buffalo. I didn't really like the move at first. Um, but him and Allmark's been solid. For the most part, I mean, obviously, he's still a young goalie, so he has his moments. But for the most part, he's been solid. Hutton's been really good. Um, Darlene is getting it together. At at the beginning, he was slow, but he is looking better every game. Yeah. And I think that now Ristolainen is finally in his proper role, and he looks a lot better. Although, like... The bright part on the season is like his offensive side that he that one goal that he went and just like completely walked around someone and like dropped a shoulder to the backhand and just put it shelf. You know, but I think that he's finally in the right place and I think that was the issue for him was that he was literally doing everything. I think that they're just they finally were able to like kind of balance that that team out with especially like those guys that they got from from Buffalo. Or from not from Buffalo, from St. Louis. Yeah. Like Thompson looks good on I guess like their third line probably. Um, Sam Reinhardt still looks good. He's not from St. Louis, but he still looks good. Um and then, you know, Sabatka and 
although Berglund's not having a great year, I'm sure he still provides like some fourth line minutes or whatever he does. I don't. He does, <laughs> it doesn't really matter if he was good or not. But I know Sabatka draws into the lineup, so you know they they were able to add depth. They're good. Like I think that they could make the playoffs. Um, depending on who they draw, it's not. I don't know. I, it's probably not going to be good for them. Um, it's not going to be bad because I think that they might be able to hold some pace with Toronto if they were to draw them in like the first round of the playoffs. Yeah. But I I think that Toronto would eventually win that. Well, I think that ultimately they're more than just fun to watch, and that's what I was giving. Yeah, they're actually good. Yeah, and I don't want to go ahead out on a limb and be like, well, this is it. We were super wrong, and they're going to be good forever now because you definitely can. But I think that it's a team effort, and the team is showing up, which is more promising than having a really top-heavy. Like, you know what I mean? Um, Yeah, that's that's kind of what I expected. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of expected, like, whoever Eichel played with, that was going to have to be the ones that got literally everything done. Yeah. And, you know, that second line is pretty good. Um, I think Middlestad is starting to really get it together. I mean, he's still not, like, I think they would want more out of him. But at the same time, he's still young. You know, he's still learning how, how to play his position and stuff like that. And I think that he is starting to put the pieces together and get better, so. I think that another thing is they had so many prospects and young guys for so long who they were like, it's going to turn out, it's going to turn out, and then they never turn out. I think I don't yeah. think that's Casey Middlestead. I think Casey Middlestead's going to turn out. You want more from him because he was highly touted, but like, there's nothing to say that that may not show up later on. Or even if that doesn't show up, that he's not like an NHLer or he's better than a fourth liner. Like You know what I mean? He scored tonight. Right. He just he, he's yeah, young. He he's a young guy, you know. He's, but that's also very promising for them. And some of the yeah. other moves too, like Sheary's worked out. He's not yeah. fantastic, but he's like he's not playing with Sidney Crosby. He's still there, you know. Some that's great. Yeah, and he's still noticeable. <laughs> that's that more the, I would have was, asked for. Like, yeah, I that's expected. the that was the issue with him in Pittsburgh is that he stopped playing with Crosby, and then you never saw him again. Yeah, never heard his name. Yeah, <laughs> he just wasn't there. And he's yeah. not—he's not playing on that top line, right? He, he's just a no, player I think he's, there. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think, although on the opposite side of the spectrum, I think that Buffalo is a team that I would put in with like Anaheim. Is that I would be very optimistic for next year. Yeah. Oh, I think they're gonna get hungry for it. I don't. Know. I think that. I, don't, I, don't know I if think they that they can hold. There. Because there's really good teams behind them, but I don't know if they're yeah. gonna drop out. Like I still no. think they look better than Montreal, and that's like who they're fighting with. You know? What yeah. I mean? No. And I I may, meant more for like maybe extended playoff success, not that they're gonna drop. I think that they're gonna make the playoffs this year. Okay. Yeah, um, me too. I think that you know maybe they grab like a first wild card spot, or maybe they can hold on to you know third place. But it's gonna be hard, especially once Bergeron comes back. It's gonna be hard to fend off Boston. And just when Boston gets injured or healthy in general, I mean, they've dealt with so many injuries. You know, at one point they had like almost no one on their defensive core that had NHL experience. Yeah. Like the last one left was like Matt Grizzlick or whatever. Yeah. He was like the only one. Like Chara's out. McAvoy just came back. 
Um, you know, and then losing Bergeron, like the one, the the core piece to that line. Although Krejci's not doing bad holding it down yeah. for right now. But I think it'll be hard for them to fend it off. I don't think that it's impossible. But I could definitely see them holding on to that first wild card spot, making the playoffs. But unfortunately for them, I just think that they're they're gonna draw Tampa or they're gonna draw Toronto probably. Yeah. Unfortunately. So Unfortunately. Although I'm not gonna count them out. I think they could push that to and be a series, like six maybe seven. I I'm just saying, who would you want them to draw to? That's my thing. I, I mean, whoever's they, first in in the metro, well, not nec- <laughs> potentially. I don't yeah. know. It's hard to say because first in the metro could be Washington, you know, and or first in the metro could be Columbus. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I don't. It well, depends I mean, on who's first in the metro. You'd want Columbus. You'd want Columbus. You'd I don't probably think you want would... Washington over the other. But I'm just saying, if you had, if would... they got an Atlantic matchup, wouldn't you want them to play Toronto? That high-powered offense, they'd probably get beat. But at the same time, it's like it's still I'd these rather like play young Toronto kids. than Tampa. Yeah, hell yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I just think it's. I'm not saying that there's no way that they win it over Toronto. There's not even no way that they win it over Tampa. Teams can be beat. I, well, I if think they play less... Tampa, though, I, I see a similar fate that would happen to us. Yeah, I could see that. They just don't have enough push. Yeah, I think that they're they're out. They're definitely outmatched against Tampa. They're they're still outmatched, but it's closer against Toronto. Like I could see them pushing that six games, maybe seven games. Um. A team like Washington, maybe seven. Depends on how much Washington really has to ride Braden Holpe this year. Because you saw last year, Holpe got hurt. They ended up riding Grubauer for a while. Holpe was more rested in the playoffs, and they won. But if they have to ride Holpe for 70 games this year, I don't know. Yeah. I don't I don't like it. Um, and kind of the same thing for Barack. I mean, you'd want to draw... Columbus out of all teams yeah. if you can get the second wild card spot and Columbus happens to get the first in the metro you'd want Columbus Bobrovsky doesn't have good numbers at all in the playoffs their team just so wishy-washy yeah I mean the reason why I wouldn't want to draw Columbus is because everybody knows that Panarin and Bobrovsky are leaving so maybe they're balls to the wall, pedal to the metal, all the way through because they know this could be this could be the last time for a while that Columbus is in the playoffs. Like that that team could fall apart next year. That'd be insane because they finally Because honestly with the the their recent history, Columbus should be mad. Columbus should be real mad. Like Columbus yeah, should be a team I you, bet they you should be not wanting to draw because of how many first round exits and steps back and steps forward and all the nonsense that like you should really be afraid of a team like Columbus I feel like but you're right with that impending doom who would be <laughs> yeah I think everybody on that team or at least should be like playing their heart out because you know if it does you know go worst case scenario neither of those guys come back and they're not able to you know 
put anything together after that. Like, if Corpus Allo is not, I don't know if he's going to be ready to take that job over. Yeah. Or, you know, I don't know who steps up, like, on that team to fill Panarin's shoes or whatever. You know, you're losing, like, two very big core pieces if those two decide to bounce. So, for some of those guys, it's going to be the last... It could be one of the last times for a couple of those guys. So, I hope not. As much as, like, I don't want any other team in the Metro to be good, I like a lot of guys on Columbus's team. And it would be fun to see them go on a go on a run. Yeah. It would be fun to see Buffalo go on a run too. It might as well they might as well get it out of the way this year though, because I'd much rather Columbus be bad. <laughs> yeah. But you're it, right. I, I want to see them play me... the Penguins in the first round and beat them. And be like, yeah. no. Not this time. Like yeah. that's what I wanna see. I hope that draws and I hope that's what happens. Honestly. Yeah. Because they deserve it. And the Pens deserve it. <laughs> yeah. The Pens deserve right. a first-round exit. One of these years. Get well, the Pens need, out. might not make it to the playoffs. That's fair. All right, true. So. I doubt that, um, though. I doubt that, too. I think that if we're going to... Are we done with the Atlantic? You want to squeeze right into the Metro? Um, You want to talk about Florida? They're garbage. We were wrong. <laughs> yeah, oh, my God. They did what they um, do every year, and they give you hope, and then they blow it. You want to know what Florida will probably do? Go on, like, a 20-game win streak at the end and miss by a point. I'll bet mm-hmm. money on it. I'll bet money. Honestly, dude. Um, yeah. I'm sorry. I don't mean to, like, high and buy them. I just feel like I no, do this I mean, every fine. year with them. Every yeah, year. Yeah, it's, it's insane that they're not able to put something together. It's like... The talent is on that team. I feel so bad for their talented guys. <laughs> yeah, it's like... Oh, my God. You know, Barkov is, like, I don't know, like, one of the players that could be, like, the next Bergeron or whatever that is in the running for the Selkie, like, every year. And he's offensively skilled. And yeah. he's huge. And then Huberto needs to be better. And then, as much as I thought that it wasn't going to work out as well as it has, like, Dadunov is not a bad player. And, like, Butchad is not a bad player. I, it really sucks that they lost Trocek. That was brutal. But, like, and it's like I love, like, Yandel and stuff like that. But but that's the thing. It's, it's like it's not enough. Like, their defense is not enough. Ekblad disappoints me for a first overall uh, yeah, pick. Yeah, I know. He, he bums me out. He's not bad, but I just get so, like... Oh, man, dude, you could be a difference maker, and you should be a difference maker, and you're not, my man. Yeah. The thing that the thing that scares me, and I'm going to assume it to be pretty true because it seemed like it was going around and being talked by a lot of, like, big people. Apparently, when, like, the whole Nylander thing was still going down, there was a rumor out there that Florida wouldn't trade Mike Matheson for Nylander. Like, that was, like, a non-starter. And I'm like, what are you talking about? That is a joke. Like, I know that they like that guy. They signed him to a long-term, whatever, like, pretty cheap deal or whatever. He signed, like, an eight-year, like, $4 million per year contract or something like that. And apparently this guy is, like, the non-starter. 
for them. And I'm like, what are you talking about? That doesn't make any sense. Like, I'm not saying he's bad. He's fine. He's probably, like, a, a top four defenseman. Um... You should have probably, if you had, if that was an offer that Toronto really made, they were making offers. As much as they wanted to sign, they were fielding offers at least on on Islander. If that was like a real offer that you got, you probably should have taken it. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Obviously, we don't know what else it was costing. But if that's where you said no, they said, oh, we'll take Mike Matheson. And you were like, no, I that's... That's a head scratcher for me. So, oh man, I didn't hear that one. That one bums me out a lot too. Yeah, that one is just. I mean, not that they need to be giving up defense for offense right now, because obviously something's wrong with them. Besides goaltending, goaltending. I mean, I love Luongo, and he deserves, you know, better. But I mean, he's old and can't stay healthy. But, I mean, he plays and he's usually pretty good. But Reimer's not good enough to hold it down while he, when he is injured, so. Dude, Matheson's like good and he's young, but, like, he's also replaceable. Yeah, I'd say. All you have to do. The thing that sucks about Florida is the same thing that sucks about a lot of teams, though. And it's it's going to be hard drawing other free agents there because of. Yeah. It shouldn't be, though. Because you make money, and it's warm. So, I don't know why, but that's a bummer, dude. Because that would have been sick. That would have been sick. When they're all together, and they got Vinny, Sasha, Hoobie, Nylander. That's a top six right there. Dadnoff. Yeah. That is a top fucking six, if I've ever heard one. Yeah. They're another team, like, on paper, they should be better than they are. Oh, yeah, dude. They're just so sick. Something happens every year, and it's something in the locker room or it's something. It's something somewhere that they cannot handle defeat. Like, they they crumble. Yeah. Like, no one pulls them out of it. Like, they get – I don't – and I don't know. I don't want to blame it personally on these guys. I don't know what it is, but something – yeah, right. something's yeah, something's really wrong with that team because it's been too long of you know they should be better next year. And, you know, what dude, they have like a playoff per- appearance to show for it. Dude, it's it's the strangest. It's like the same thing with Carolina. Like all your guys will have good years and it won't mean anything. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, they we have another. <laughs> yeah, we have another. Did you want to talk to about someone specific in the metro? Well, because it sounded like, like you wanted to like go. What? I don't know. I feel like we had like a great segue, and I was just gonna start going at it about one of the metro teams, but yeah, um, now I don't remember who it is. I don't remember. <laughs> I think it's. Uh, I mean, we don't. We already talked about Columbus, and they're pretty much it's whatever. I was really wrong about the metro. I feel like. Um, oh. I think that we were talking about, like, the Penguins and about how we got this brief hope that they wouldn't make the playoffs, but I think that they're back already. And you know me. Uh, I don't yeah. want them to be back already. I, it yeah. hurts my soul to say this, but they're one – no, they're tied for four 
They're tied right now with the Islanders, so the Islanders have one more win. And if you're telling me that the Islanders, and they're the only ones who look like they could do it, because I don't see the Rangers getting much better than they are, or Carolina. I don't see Philly getting that much better that soon, at least. We're (laughs) we're not going anywhere. I mean, I don't want to be negative. Anything could happen. It's a long season. They could turn around. But, like, if your only hope of the Penguins not making the playoffs is is the Islanders, then it's like, well, so the Penguins are going to make the playoffs. (laughs) Yeah, I think that the Islanders... And I'm hoping that it just stays the Islanders and it doesn't turn into the Islanders and the Flyers because we decide to try to, like, make the playoffs. I'm really, like, I'm pretty just, like, I don't want to talk about the Flyers, but please don't buy into the playoffs. I really don't want that. I'm not saying I don't want to get better, but... Wait, who? The Flyers. Oh, the Flyers. I don't want to buy into the playoffs now. Why not? I just don't want I don't feel like anything that we do right now to fix the problems is going to be that beneficial. Like oh, so you're problem, not you're not wishing that you don't make the playoffs. You're just hoping no, they don't they don't make ruin the other decisions. things to make the playoffs. Right. Okay. It's like I don't necessarily wanna trade for like a goalie because there one are not that many available and the ones that are available are like Jimmy Howard, and they want a first for him. I heard. Yeah, they want a first, and I'm not giving them a first. If I'm giving up a first, it's one is just probably not for a goalie, or it's for Bob. Yeah, and come that's on, you'll take Bob. Either. You know you will. Yeah, but yeah, Bob is not available to the Flyers. <laughs> I don't think Bob is available. If they want to take a run at Bob on July first, sure. I think that's a bad move, but. <laughs> Anyway, I just I don't want to buy in for the wrong price. Is basically all I, all I'm saying. You know, I don't want to give up assets for something that's not really going to make us better long term. I'm fine if you want to like like not really trade away for like futures for like Simmons, but I'd rather trade him if we're not going to make it than let him walk for nothing. And we didn't make it either way. Yeah. But or you, if you decide... You want to get something back, though. You don't want friggin' more draft picks. Yeah, I don't... Yeah, I, that's the thing. I don't want draft picks. Like, give me a player that, you know, maybe <laughs> isn't right... It doesn't have to fill his position right now, necessarily. But give me someone who, you know, maybe steps in next year. Or, you know, someone who can play right now, but it doesn't have to be the best... You know, I don't want to trade Wayne Simmons for another like thirty-year-old player because that doesn't—that wouldn't make any sense. Yeah, no, it wouldn't. Um, I, just, I think the Islanders are pretenders. Yeah, yeah, no, I do too. Then they—they um, and the same thing you just said about the Flyers. <sighs> I want them to succeed. I'd rather them be there than the than the Penguins. I think that would be a good fu to John Tavares, and it would really give their fans hope, and their fans may deserve a little hope right now. But if they they shouldn't sell the house, you know, you already got two good prospects coming up. You need to yeah, sit I tight. Think that the don't Islanders rush should it. Just, they should just take whatever is given to them this year. Yeah, with a friggin' smile, because yeah, they're doing just fine for where they should be. So yeah, they're doing better <laughs> than expected. Yeah, you know, no one expected them. 
Although I said I didn't think it was going to be as bad. I didn't expect them to be where they are. I mean, they're not in, like, the greatest place or whatever, but they're in the playoffs. Yeah. And they've you been know, there. They've been there for a little while, too. They've yeah, made some I impressive wins. I predicted them to be in, like, the sick, in sixth place. Yeah. They're not in sixth place, so. <laughs> they're doing better than expected, for sure. Yeah. And I think that they should just stick it out, just keep going, you know. If you make it, you make it. If you don't, you don't, you know. Maybe get lucky, and you know you get a lottery win, and you get one of these these kids, you know, at the top of the draft. Which is not, and that's the other thing. I'd as much as I wouldn't mind, you know, give me some like Capo Caco or whatever in like the second overall pick or something like that. I don't want the Flyers to like tank to get a high pick or whatever. No, yeah, I, definitely Like not. if if we improve s- subtly, and you know. Worry about, I mean, like I said, don't trade for a goalie right now. I think it's going to be a mistake. Fix it later. You know, let the team, you know, stealthily tank. Like, don't, whatever. Well, like, that's it, why it, I it, asked it, you why I was really confused when you are like, I hope they don't buy into the playoffs. I think you explained it really good, but I don't think you guys should tank either. I don't think any team should tank ever, but it's like, if yeah. the Devils win this lottery again, like, thank you, God. Like we need, like thank you God. Yeah. Like I, of course, I'm gonna hope that they win every game for the rest of the year. But if they don't, like, fine, yeah, fly- I will take this lottery pick. But you should really hope for the playoffs. You know what I mean? Because you don't yeah. need that pick, and you really should be hoping. And I get what you're saying. Like, don't fuck it up. Like, it's okay if you don't. But like, there's no reason you guys should like do like make things to be worse or like you know what i mean or yeah we don't have to like you know sell off wayne simmons for nothing and like get picks back and we don't have to sell off like war check for nothing and get pits back yeah no that'd be awful i'd rather i'd rather wayne sim if it was my team so i'm not just saying for you i would rather wayne simmons walk for nothing than take like a a trade like the jeff skinner trade because i don't fucking care that much in my team your team is still going to be okay unless they fuck it up. Right. I think, one, I don't think anything, not that anything doesn't need to happen. I think I'd be happy with a coaching change, in all honesty. Like, <laughs> if that's all they do for the rest of the year, I don't think I'm that mad at it. Just give me the coaching change if we're, you know, if we're close, you know, like, say we're in an earshot of the playoffs. You don't have to sell Simmons at the deadline. You know, you can keep the team together if, you know, we have a shot. And if we're not, then maybe you sell him. You know, if we're obviously not in there and we're still, like, where we are now by the deadline, then maybe you sell Simmons. Dude, would you even want a second-round pick and a, and a player comparable to that poo kid, though? If someone gave you that bullshit trade, would you even want that? Unless you're dead last. If you're dead last, then fine. But do you even want that at all? Like It depends. I wouldn't. Not necessarily because I don't really want to see Simmons era come to that. Yeah, that's what uh, I mean. It's The story is almost better the other way. <laughs> yeah. I just think from – because I know, I know what you're saying. 
it's just how it's just how I think now. It's like as much I think both ways. As much as I want like the narrative to play out and be like, oh yeah, Wayne Simmons, he was a flyer until you know we couldn't re-sign him anymore, and I don't want to sell him for bullshit or you know a second and you know some C level prospect or whatever. Yeah. Just a hockey like thought in my head is like, well, if we're obviously not in it, you know, if Wayne Simmons can find a new team, you know, maybe take a run at the cup, then I want that for him. Fair enough. And just to piggyback off of that, I just feel like a core change for this team is like coming. Not huge. I just think that's someone. And that's someone, probably Jake Voracek, I'd assume. I'm not saying this year, maybe in the offseason, maybe at the draft, whatever. I just feel like eventually someone's not going to be here. And I don't think that it's Claude Drew or Couturier or Ghost or Provorov. Just what I see. Are you guys having a problem with Voracek? I saw some like comment on Facebook where someone's like, please take Jake Voracek. And I was like, he's like second in scoring on their team. What is, what is this person talking about? It's I don't I don't have a problem with him necessarily. Jake Voracek is frustrating, and that he should be better. Like, and I've kind of thought this for a while, and like I was listening to um, Flyers podcast, like Broad Street Hockey Radio, whatever, and they kind of like said it perfectly. Like Voracek is great when he's on his game and then when he's off he's really bad he's frustrating because he seems like there's another gear there he just can't get in it like those times when he's like dominant if he could be like that almost all the time obviously it's not you know you're not dominant all the time but if he could be dominant and then good and I'm not saying players can't don't deserve to like have slumps and stuff like that Voracek just always seems to be polar opposite he's either making every play and he's right in there scoring or he's invisible and all he does is you know bring the puck into the zone make a bad pass and then it's going the other way so I could see why management would think about parting ways with someone like Voracek and that he's the one that doesn't have like a no trade clause you know he's available he puts up good enough numbers to still be interesting to other teams it's so confusing though because what do you trade them for i don't know that's your problem you don't need like what do you trade them for i get what you're saying i'm not saying don't do it i'm not saying don't do it i'm just saying what the thing that we would have to trade voracek for there'd be like one of two things that we and it's not a goaltender I'm not trading Voracek for a goaltender. I don't even really want to trade him for, like, a defenseman because that normally doesn't work out for, like, because then you get Adam Larson for Taylor Hall. Very rarely do you get Ryan Johansson for Seth Jones. Very rarely, if ever. That's, like, an anomaly. It is. But very often you will get, like, a Taylor Hall. Not maybe to that scale of mismatch, but... You'll get a defenseman that never lives up to the forward, obviously. So I don't even really... If we could trade Voracek, it would have to be for someone who is a goal scorer. And I don't know how you get that done. Yeah. Obviously, I have one person in mind. 
I'd like Tarasenko. I'll take him. But uh, I don't know. That's so, like the so, room. So they say we want Jake Voracek in a first for Tar- Tarasenko. You do that. Probably. Word. Probably. No, I would. So that's fine. <laughs> I mean, one, Tarasenko makes less money. Not by a whole lot, but like a mil. Almost a million dollars. Um, he's younger. I'd do that. You know, I don't know. There's like a whole lot of rumors surrounding like Tarasenko and Pareko. And I don't know why St. Louis wants to get rid of either of them. So silly. But dude, dude, I'd give that up means some they're shit starting for over from scratch. Yeah. If you get rid of either of them. Never mind if both. If they're willing, the thing is, I if it was for those two, like let, just in a hypothetical, like the Flyers were in a deal. I don't think this happens because I don't. It would be a lot, but like if we were able to get Tarasenko and Pareko without having to give up Ghost or Provorov, I'd do it. That's a lot, though. That's a lot. We have a lot, though. It's here, cool. Giving up the D prospects that you're in love with, and a couple firsts. Most and, of them. And Simmons and Voracek. I don't really have a problem parting ways with Simmons or Voracek if that's what the move is. Yeah. Um, no, that would be great. I mean, it, that would work out. That's the better. If the base could it. be. But if you could just NHL GM mode and just keep adding shit on top of it until they say yes, then, like, no, I agree with you. But it's it's going to be a lot, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously I'd like it to involve Voracek. I think it would have to because I think that they're not going to want to downgrade Tarasenko to Simmons, but oh, yeah, downgrade no. not it's not even necessarily downgrade. It's like the opposite. You're trading goal scorer for setup guy. Yeah. Um. So if it's based around Voracek, um, I'm willing to give up the draft picks. Well, potentially. It depends on when this is happening because if we're in like, um, like top five territory then no fuck you i'm not giving up my draft pick this year yeah i like a lot of the kids in this top five um so i'm not giving up this year's draft pick if we're not like close if we're close sure i'll lottery protect it just like you lottery protected your last one so um you know as long as it's outside the top 10 you can have it this year if it's not, then you have next year's. No, no circumstance. Um, I'm willing to give up assets for sure. Um, we have forward prospects. We have defensive prospects. Um, yeah, I'd be willing. I'd have to see. It would be definitely like circumstantial. Well, hit him up because you laced him on the last one. Yeah. But if it was, like, to get, like, a goal scorer um, to actually play on that line with, like, Drew or whoever, you know, I'd do it. And I just think that's, like, the shakeup that's, like, coming. Like, I feel like Fletcher kind of wants to—I feel like eventually he's going to want to put his own stamp on the team. And that would be a big stamp. Yeah. I like Jake Voracek a lot. I really do. I appreciate him. He's frustrating, but I like him. I, you know, I think that, you know, 
he definitely does almost every night everything that he can to try to win. And, you know, what else can he ask for? Yeah, you need to win this. We need to... So much for not talking about the Flyers. (laughs) Yeah. We need to to come out on top with whatever happens. So. Yeah. Because this is a lot to waste. It's a lot to waste. Yeah. If some success doesn't come in the next couple years, so. But yeah. Um, The Devils are trash. Yeah, they're garbage. Talk about you want to cry. Jesus Christ. I, I'd want to say that I was wrong. Because I was. I didn't think they'd be dead last. I, I honestly didn't think that. And then on top of that, just to confirm. Do you think that they'll stay dead last, though? Dead last? Maybe not. But they're nowhere okay. near. They're not. Here's my thing. I, I love my team. I yell at other people for being too negative. I hope they win yeah. every game. I hope they come out of it. I would rather win these games than lose them. And I I feel like it's it's heartbreaking because of how good those first four games was. It was only four games, right? It was only Yeah. So no one should be that excited about a four game winning streak, but we were dominant. Dominant. Like we didn't play bad for a whole 240 minutes of hockey it was nothing but good there wasn't a single bad play watch any of those games there was not one single bad play i'm not even kidding all of it and then it just fell on its head and it's 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 sad and you want to know what i didn't really expect to make the play i this year i had hope that we were going to build off of last year and i said we could take a step back but I didn't think we were going to take 10 steps back. And I'm still really hopeful for the future. I still think the team is headed in a good direction. I think we finally got a good first. The past two years, I think we finally got two good players in the first round, which is like an anomaly for the Devils because we always pick wrong in the first round every year. Yeah. I think we Ty picked Smith right. has the potential to be like on the top pairing for Canada's World Junior team. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's tearing it up. It's so great. It's so great. But um, I think that the Devils' defense is exposed. I think it's really confusing, like I said, because they looked really good in those four games. And I think something has just infected them. Because that the magic that I thought would like, was like in a fizzle away and maybe be picked up in another place is like fucking gone. And that's what scares me. The only thing that scares me is that like, this is going to leave a bad taste in, like, Hall's mouth. You know what I mean? Even though I don't think that's happening. But but there's so much negativity. Just everyone, fire everyone. This team, you, five years out of the playoffs, like, like, it's like we're re-entering the rebuild. And it's like, well, no. Like, guys, calm down. Like, there's no reason to trade our, like, our stars. Like, this, this was bound to happen, like, with this defense. Yeah. It should have been more blatantly obvious because that's what it is. And usually if we're only nine points out, so usually I would still, again, I still have hope. Like I still want them to do it. I don't like yeah. tanking. You know what I mean? But oh, we're not even nine points out. We're less. We're only six points out. That's the thing. 
we're only six points out of third place. Yeah. So it's like absolutely like no reason to give up, no reason to sell the team, no reason to cry about it. Like absolutely not. Right. But I just don't have a lot of faith right now at looking from trying to be like a bipartial just because of how we're losing the games. Like we're not losing the games well. Like we're either getting blown out or we're blowing another team out and we give up a bunch of goals. Some of them we score on our own goalie. And <laughs> oh, that was I was watching that. Game. It's that it's brutal. rough, dude. It's hard to watch, and and that they've been hard to watch. We either get blown out or we let a team come back, and then we go to OT. And my God, that scares me too. Like I thought that like Nico and Hall and like players like Brat and them were gonna like really do it three on three. I don't like see a reason why this team would be. The reason why this team is bad as, at three on three is because we don't have both an offensive and a defensive defenseman. Because Butcher's like one way. He, he you like right. can't put him out there for a lot of time. Like our yeah. other guys are older and they they don't know what to how to play three on three. It's like it's so sad, but like like this is why we should have kept John Moore. <laughs> I don't think if we had John Moore, we'd be in the in a playoff spot. We'd probably have lost most of those games, but like. At least the dude had some sense, and he had that one thing. You know what I mean? He was yeah. He played more defensively, but he like would shoot, and he like knew how to like get on a play. And it's like we don't have that. The closest thing we have to that is Severson, who's actually putting up a good year, which is nice. But but yeah. we yeah we our defense have just been absolutely atrocious. And I just listened to our Metropolitan preview, and we said it like if Schneider shows up and he's like you're the goalie. There's no reason why this team can't do better. And that dude hasn't won a game since last December. So, yeah, it's it's I, and I'm the biggest game, Corey defender. And now it's like to the point where it's like, I, I hope he still has a career, but I can't even defend you anymore. You're you're not good. Like, you're not doing it. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. After that game where you guys had like the three own goals um, against what was, it, was it Anaheim. Yeah. I tweeted like I feel really bad for Corey Schneider. He can't, especially <laughs> can't a lot. Him. Like I just saw like that shootout goal that he allowed, and it's like the look on his face when it like went by him, and he knew he had lost. It's like he was so close, and he knew, and it's like you see on like his face, he's like, I should have like saved that, and I feel like old Corey Schneider would have saved that. Yeah, and I feel like. We can we can blame Schneider too, but it's the team. So I'm not trying to blame Schneider, but he does have yeah. to be better in order for this team to right. be better. It's a fact, and he shouldn't have had to make that save in the shootout because they should have had it. But at the same time, right, they should have. You're right, like dude, dude, it loses his like confidence. He's just so much of goaltending is mental, and I think he. I hope that it's mental for him and not physical, because then you can you can beat that. You know, send him to a fucking therapist or something. Like, get his game back. He needs to win a game, though. Like, he needs this team to show up once for him before yeah. the year is over, or it's gonna collapse, and he's gonna have no trade value either. So it's like we're screwed. And who knows what to do with Keith? He hasn't been bad, but he hasn't been good either. Right. Neither one of them has been dominant enough to show up for the defense, and our our offense isn't bad too. I'm almost satisfied with it, to be honest. Some people wouldn't say, like, Brat came out the gate. He's playing good. Who knew? Everyone's, oh, maybe he was a one-hit wonder. Brat's fine. He's going to be on our team, and he's going to be good. Coleman's yeah. great. 
Boyle's still a, a you know, he's not fucking a superstar, but he's like fun to watch. Hall's having a good year. Nico's having a good year. Palms is having a great year. Mojo's finally stepping up. Zaka went invisible again, but he scored four goals in four games. So whatever, like uh, it's yeah. The the pieces are there for the offense. It's just like Ty Smith needs to come up. We need to trade for a defender. We need to get uh, like someone in free agency. Like we needed one of those free agent defensemen in in the worst way. And whatever that's that's just my rant i i just i honestly don't think they're gonna make the playoffs i think i was wrong but again how wrong was i I said that we could take a step back and if we win the lottery or even either any of those picks it's not the worst thing in the world yeah but please dear god like don't fire Hines and don't fire your shadow right now like in the middle of the season because this team isn't in the playoffs that's silly and like don't yeah. trade like, i think our players are good like yeah. Yeah, that'd be silly. Yeah, that like, don't trade really Mojo. Like, don't trade these guys. Like, give them better players to play with. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think that would be like really overreactive to trade those guys. Um, you really just need to like, you just need like, you need to somehow solidify like that center position because like Zaka and Sajak are ne- neither of them are the second line center that you need oh no but to be fair even zajac is having a wonderful year yeah <laughs> no, that's fine yeah no, yeah, I, no i'm not I, saying I know that what either mean. of them are really bad you just need someone else for the long term for the long term or and well and right now i mean they're not doing bad but at the end of the day you still want sajac to probably be your third line center and you want zaka to be better than he has but if he has to go back to being like your third line left wing, yeah, like he was never originally a center. He got drafted as a winger. So yeah, no, that's you don't really fair. You need him to be better. Well, I'll take another second line center. center right now. But if we're making a mid-season trade to get better, oh, yeah. I hope to God it's not for a second line center because we could just. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if we're going to fix something right now, I want a better defender. Like, if you're going to go yeah. out there and trade something, especially if it's something that I love or something that we need, you better get me a fucking defenseman. Yeah. I can't I can't watch, like, the, this team give up, like, eight goals a night. It breaks my heart. Like, yeah. <laughs> it breaks my heart when six goals go past Corey Schneider. Two of them are off our defender, and the other – and three of them – are because no one's covering the front of the net like it's driving me insane yeah and i mean maybe there's a staffing i just some of our other players need to step up like i love butcher and i don't want to like kill him yet it's only his second year he's going through a little slump but like someone needs to just teach that boy how to play defense though like it's not even that he doesn't know how to play defense he's aware he's got a good stick position he is not tough like someone needs to give that kid make him eat his wheaties like you know what i mean like yeah someone needs to be like dude stop being afraid in the corner like crush someone do something like this team i i feel like it, it is because of a talent level thing and i think like i said we're so close we can get back to it rather soon like this isn't a crash and build rebuild we're like in the middle of it still but at the same time the team looks like its confidence is gone like, it's just, like, it's happening yeah. again, where they're just like, oh, well, it's happening again, and, and that sucks. <laughs> and that's why I don't think they're going to make the playoffs, even though they're only six points out, and they could. 
They really could. Like, yeah. they win five games in a row now, and it's like, slump what? Like, you know what I mean? But it's like, not. but they, they don't look like they're going to win five games in a row at any point in time. So, <laughs> yeah, I feel you. <laughs> and that And that's the thing, too. There's also a bunch of teams in a similar position than us. So it's like, even if we did it, the Flyers could do it, too, or Carolina could do it, too. So, yeah, not everyone's coming back and closing the gap on those six points. Like, all right. Well, now that we're done crying about our teams, yeah, I, could, I think oh, so I think that's <laughs> that's about it for this week. Um, I'm sure we'll we're gonna do another follow up at the end of the year to this to see how wrong, or maybe it'll come back to us being right towards the end of the year. Yeah, let's see. Um. <laughs> we'll do a follow-up to how wrong this was about all these teams that we <laughs> talked about. Like, St. Louis is going to come back and make the playoffs yeah. now. The Devils and will be in first. <laughs> yeah. I'll be like, never mind. I always believed in my team. I swear to God. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, that's going to do it for us this week. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at OffTheBarCast. And you can follow us on Instagram at RobinJoey. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at FuckYouRaf. Yeah, so you got anything else to say? No, that's it. It's been another great week. Sorry that I just yeah. went on like a 15-minute tirade about the Devils. I'm like in tears. I mean, I just did one about the Flyers, and <laughs> I did like two-hour-long podcast the last two weeks about the Flyers, so. <laughs> oh, well. It's probably Flyers fans who listen to this bullshit. <laughs> we love you guys if you're listening, um, and we'll uh, I guess we'll see you next week. Yeah. Um, so yes, that's going to do it. For us, this has been Off the Bar with Rob and Joey, and I'm Joey. I'm Rob. And we will see you guys next week.